Welcome to the Hey Dad Podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life, whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hey Dad Podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. I'm Reese. And I'm David. And he is my dad. And before we jump in with the question of the day, let us announce that it is unofficially Anime Day. Yes, it is. We both wore <laughs> some of our top anime shirts. And we did not plan it. No, we didn't We didn't uh, coordinate at all. I just yeah. knew there was a video option, so I had to dress in something I cared about. Yeah. And I was like, this is a shirt that I got for Christmas I really like. Yeah. For those of you that are listening just with the audio option, it is Goku and Frieza staring each other down, about to battle. Uh, presumably on the planet Namek, right, Dad? You know, yeah, yeah. You're really into all that stuff. I am not a Dragon Ball guy. Explain yours. Oh, uh, mine is Gon and Kilua. 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 Yeah. Uh, from Hunter Hunter. Yeah, Hunter Hunter. God, yeah. I'm sorry. We haven't watched it in a minute. No, we haven't. It's been a while since the Hunter Hunter watch. Yeah, I feel like I got to restart that one. I know. May have to watch that again. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and jump in with that question of the day. Yes. And it is this. If you could go back in time to any point in your life and still have the knowledge you have now, when would it be and why? Dang. I know. This one's good. Um, I would probably go back. Okay. When I was nine, right around nine or ten, uh, we moved down to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Mm -hmm. Uh, My parents had divorced uh, about six months before that. So it was kind of like a time of starting life over. And that's probably where I would go. Mm. Just because to get a chance to reinvent yourself, if you have all the knowledge you have now, that would be, I think one, it might be really boring. (laughs) Um, Because, you know, like now we're used to phones and everything. Then I'll be like, what do we do? How I do gotta, I find stuff? I got to go play outside. It's disgusting. So, my TV has three channels. True. Um, but yeah, I'd probably go back there. Then I could, you know, move, reinvent. Yeah. And kind of go into it with that, that mindset. That's probably what I would do. Yeah. I think I would probably go back to, I'd go back to early childhood myself mm-hmm. for two reasons. One, I would want to, relive those moments and just enjoy them because you know when you're in the moment you're not thinking about it that's a good point you're like oh this is life you know i just all my bills are paid and that's just life you know like everything's taken care of if i need anything mom's gonna come get me that's just life you know yeah uh but now i would have a newfound appreciation for that that's sure that's a great point and then for the same reason you said for being able to have the wisdom to go ahead and start things early go Mm -hmm. ahead and start living life and uh i don't know it it feels like it'd give you a little bit of a step ahead yeah i think so i i wonder though if you would miss some of that aspect of being a kid that's important oh 100 i would overthink it yeah i mean you'd be like i'd start a business at you know fifth grade i'll be like i'm gonna work (laughs) five year old five years old and i'm reading like john maxwell's awakening the leader within you guys would be like what's wrong with our child (laughs) What, like he doesn't even care about video games right now. He's just wanting to. Mom read. and dad don't have time for video games. I have a I'm, life to build. I have I have a a life plan that I've laid out. <laughs> have you guys ever heard of Michael Hyatt? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, that would be good. 
anyway, let's go ahead and jump into the main topic of the day, which yes. is the importance of unplugging. Mm -hmm. Now, before we go on and kind of dive in deep, let's go ahead and kind of cover the question, what does unplugging mean? Yeah, unplugging, for a lot of people, unplugging, I think they think of just doing nothing, mm -hmm. which that can be part of it. But, but to me, unplugging is when you disconnect from your regular routine. It, it can't just be crashing. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a time where you need to crash and do nothing. But when you purposely disconnect from the normal routine, to me, that's unplugging mm -hmm. because it's intentional. Right. When you're crashing, you're just crashing. Usually it's because you've worn yourself out. But there are busy seasons in life where you need to crash. But when you right. unplug, you're intentionally kind of pulling the plug and going, okay, I'm not going to do what I normally do mm -hmm. at this time. Yeah, I think that's something important that you just said is the idea of like there's a difference between just crashing, mm -hmm. which or you could call it like vegging out yeah. or, or like almost an escapism, yeah. but like not in a positive sense, just mm -hmm. like in a running away sense. Um, that's more common for us. I yeah. think just actual rest, recreation, mm -hmm. relaxation is a little bit of a foreign concept. Um, yeah. I think people, they don't think, when they think of unplugging, they think, well, that's something that's not planned or this or the other. Actually, it's the opposite. I think to unplug for real and in a good way, you have to be intentional. Mm -hmm. You have to say, okay, this is how I'm going to unplug. This is what I'm going to do. Or time will just take it away from you. Yeah. Um, like the phrase taking it easy. Yeah. That's actually not the best form of rest and recreation because mm -hmm. usually the thing that's easiest to do yeah. is not the thing where at the end of it, you're like, wow, I feel great now. Yeah. Usually, you know, like let's say social media, for example, yeah. you know, like you get on TikTok, you're like, man, I'm exhausted. You know, it's, you know, Monday night, yeah. I'm already tired. Let me just veg out a little bit. And three hours later, you've yeah. been going through TikToks for three hours. That's very easy to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, the algorithm is designed to be interesting to you consistently, just little bite-sized information. Yeah. But at the end of it, you're like, well, that was dumb. Yeah. What am I doing? Why did I even do that? You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't feel that that almost refreshing. You don't feel refreshed. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't it didn't recharge your batteries. It didn't mm -hmm. help you. So that's where we have to understand what unplugging is, why it's so important. And what it is and isn't, because I think a lot of people are like, well, I'm unplugging because mm -hmm. I, I binge watched the whole show in one night on Netflix. Mm -hmm. That's not really unplugging. Mm -hmm. I mean, there, there's a time for that, but that's not necessarily unplugging. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and look at the importance of unplugging. Yeah. What are some of the main reasons that like we have to unplug, we have to do that rest and recreation versus just either grinding yeah. till we drop or you know, doing only social media or only, you know, entertainment. Yeah, I think a, a great example is is our phones. You recharge your battery. Unplugging is a way for us to literally recharge our battery. Mm. And so you want to do it in, in, the, in a good way and in a way that recharges your battery because this yeah. is where individually everybody's different. True. So so what, what recharges one person may not recharge the other – and that's kind of part of it for us is we have to figure out what's what's my recharge. Yeah. Um, what's the thing that really helps me uh, figure out how to how to recharge? What recharges me? And and the best way to do it is just uh, 
you know, experimentation. You yeah. try things. Okay, that didn't work. Okay, I like that. And it could be something that nobody else does. Like if you have a hobby, like I love puzzles. You know, if you love puzzles and they afterwards you feel good, great. Yeah. I don't. Puzzles frustrate me because I'm not good at them, actually. Um, so for me, a puzzle, after about 10 minutes, I just want to rip it apart. Or actually, it's already ripped apart. But I have no interest in putting it back together. You want to take the two pieces that you connected and disconnect yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just huh. frustration. Um, but yeah, puzzles are tough for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do other things. So, so that's what each person is different. And you figure out what recharges you as mm-hmm. an individual. And if you're married, as a couple, as a family... Uh, you you get that. That's part of the fun of life is you're figuring out what do we enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think it's important to be okay with being different than others. Yeah. Because not, I mean, a good example for me is like, I am, I am a nerd, man. I am 100% a nerd. So yeah. like, I uh, just bought a copy of The Cimmerillion and I'm going to be listening to the Prancing Pony podcast, <laughs> which is going to go chapter by chapter through the Cimmerillion and explain it. Cause I've always tried to read the book, yeah, but it's just it so in depth. Book. I could never yeah. get through it. Yeah. But like, I'm excited about that. Yeah. That is something that for most people yeah. sounds miserable to them. Yeah. Or like, I enjoy growth stuff. I, I, I like legitimately like listening to podcasts and reading books like that. Yeah. That's refreshing to me or just listening to nature. Uh, yeah. But a lot of people wouldn't like that, but mm-hmm. that's okay. You, you just got to find your stuff. I think another element that's important of of unplugging is it helps you stay aligned with mm-hmm. what's important. Um, I find that a lot of times whenever we make our worst decisions, it's when we're exhausted. Yeah, that's like, a good point. Rarely are you going to find somebody who's like feeling good, well-rested, clear, clear mind, yeah. healthy body, and they're just ruining their lives just yeah. because. You know, yeah. usually it's the person who's burnt out. Mm-hmm. pushed themselves too hard uh you know just distracted running yeah. away from stuff you know they they're not unplugging to actually take that time healthily mm-hmm. so they do stuff that's unhealthy well and we have a society that caters to that style of living you know um vegas and all these other places come escape get away they just want your money and what they'll do is tell you that this is your way mm-hmm. to unplug but you're right it doesn't help you go, okay, what am I doing with my life? Mm -hmm. Because when you unplug, you start thinking about important things. What's important to me? What's important to the direction of my life? Where am I going? And that's the thing about unplugging is it forces you in a good way to kind of reflect, Mm -hmm. think about your life. Uh, You you kind of think about your purpose. Yeah. You know, when you unplug, you start thinking about, okay, what am I doing with my relationships and with, with my family, with my job? What am I doing with all when you mm-hmm. when you're busy and in the grind, you don't have time to think deep. Mm-hmm. But unplugging gives you that opportunity to really think through those things in your life. And I think it's important to note here that just because it takes effort doesn't mean it can't be recreation. It exactly. can't be rejuvenating. Sometimes yeah. things that take effort can be the most rejuvenating. Yeah. For example, a vacation. Mm-hmm. A vacation takes planning, a vacation takes saving, a vacation takes time, travel. It takes a lot of work, but when you go to on a good vacation and you get back, you're just realigned. The yeah. same thing happens on different levels. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what would you say are your top tips for unplugging? Like how do I unplug well? Yeah, to unplug well, I think one of the things you have to do is really plan your unplugging. 
And and most people, when they think, okay, I'll plan a vacation. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good, but that's maybe once a year, mm-hmm. maybe a couple times a year. Um, but what you want to do is plan, okay, what am I doing each day to have a little bit of unplug? Yeah. You know, it could be having a quiet time with God. It could be exercising. There's different things that a person can do to help them unplug. It could just be going for a walk. And, and it's finding those ways daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly mm-hmm. of ways of unplugging. And I think you've got to plan those things. Mm-hmm. If you don't plan, you just don't do it. Um, if you think, oh, I'm going to get to it, it's kind of like eating. Yeah. If you don't plan your menu, if you don't plan out how you're going to eat healthy, you're not going to eat healthy. You're going right. to eat whatever. You're going to go get fast food. You know, to eat healthy, you have to plan. To live healthy, you really have to plan out what you want to do. But it's not a burden because you begin looking forward to those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it kind of helps in those in when you come in with that. Yeah. And I like that you said you, you plan daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. Mm-hmm. Because... We do. A lot of times we neglect the day-to-day stuff. It's like my rest equals video games and going to the beach every summer. Yeah. Yeah. That is not a good enough rest plan. That's not a good enough recreation plan. Um, You have to, like you said, experiment to find the things that really charge your battery. Yeah. And it's also you look at your schedule. Some days of the week may be busier than others for you or a season of your life. Like you may be in a really busy season mm-hmm. where you plan for that of, okay, I'm going to be going seven days. So maybe on that eighth day, I'm going to sleep in, you know, I'm going to do something, you know, and you, you can kind of look and you start to learn the rhythms of your life and you kind of flow within that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, okay, I'm in busy season right now. And, and that's just the way it is. But we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Or if you have young children, okay, we're going to limit what they do during this season because it's a crazy time for the family. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to volunteer for stuff. We're not going to do stuff. None of us are going to volunteer during this month. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just planning. And you find what fits your family best, what fits your personalities and things like that. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, what would you say are some pitfalls to avoid when it comes to unplugging? Like things that if people pay attention, they can just avoid the pain of doing this or avoid the neglect of doing that. Uh, Just so they're set up for success when it comes to making their own unplugging plan. Yeah. Well, unplugging is you want to plan it, but you also don't want to overcrowd. You don't want to do 15,000 days uh, or things in a day. You want to have maybe days where you don't necessarily have something on a schedule. Mm -hmm. Like as a family, this is a Maybe a do-nothing day. We stay around the house. Maybe we go out to eat. It's a relaxed day. Mm -hmm. You can put that in the calendar, but you don't have to say, well, we're going to do this, 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 and this on that day. It may just be a chill day. Mm -hmm. So you want to be careful that your calendar, just because you have an open day, doesn't mean you have to fill it with something. Yeah. Or you fill it with something important. Mm -hmm. Like this is the day we're going to, as a family, go do a picnic. Mm -hmm. So we're doing nothing else that day. You know, even if something comes up on the calendar, this is our picnic day. Yeah. Um, and then that way, that takes up the day. You don't have to fill up the rest of the day. You don't have to, well, I'm going to cut the grass all morning. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. No, do all that during the week. Mm-hmm. So on that day, that's all you can focus on. Yeah. And that's how you want to kind of do it to where you set up those times where you just get to make memories together. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's exactly right. And I think it's really a biblical principle when you look at the Sabbath. 
You do. Um, It really is. You can, it doesn't have to be on a Saturday like the Sabbath originally was. It can be a different day of the week. Like I I knew a couple one time where the husband worked every other Saturday. So Mm -hmm. Saturdays just weren't a good day for them to have as that protected day. So they did Sundays. They went to church. Then after church, all they wanted to do was take a nap and chill. Mm -hmm. And that was the way that they did it. And that's fine. For me personally, being in ministry, Mm -hmm. Sundays are more of a work day for me than they are a rest day. So typically, me and my wife try and do Saturdays Mm -hmm. as our Sabbath because we don't have kids yet as well. So it's not like there's a bunch of sports going on on the weekends. So that's that's our good day. Mm -hmm. So just like you have to experiment with the things you try, you also got to experiment with what times are going to be best. Yeah. For different what times, too. what you enjoy doing. Like for some families, the sports are kind of a recreation thing. They right. enjoy it. That's a good point. The kids enjoy it. And that's cool, Everyone's especially in that season. Mm-hmm. So that's as a family, you experiment. You may all enjoy your child playing sports, doing a swim team or whatever. Um, and you can be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And that can, that can, as a family, make you feel good. And and I think, I think that's something to do. I think... Um, I'd say when you plan what you're doing, I would say put it on the calendar. Mm-hmm. That way, if somebody asks for that date, you can say without lying, oh, I'm booked that day. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say what it is. Like if your boss says, hey, I need you on this day. So, oh, man, I'm so sorry. We already planned something. How about another day? And you could give an alternative to protect your day. Because when you say I'm booked, you are. You're mm-hmm. booked. Even if it's you booking that morning, I'm going to go sit in a coffee shop all morning and relax mm-hmm. No, and that's read true. a book. You're booked. Yeah. And that's another piece of advice I'd give when it comes to unplugging is you have to protect those times actively. Because yeah. people yeah. don't mean always to step over your boundaries and yeah. try and take those days from you. Mm-hmm. But people are just going to ask you. And no is an okay word. And yeah. if you're going to protect your unplugging time, you're going to have to learn how to say like, oh, I actually am busy. Like you said, yep. you know, you got to learn some kind of way of being able to keep track of making sure that you are taken care of. Yeah. Um, and with that, I would say shoot for making like an A or a B. You know, it's not like it's set in stone. Things right. don't come up. Right. But you want it to be the majority of the time. You know, you want them at that 80% to 90%. You're you're kind of keeping with that. Because we all have schedules, beat. things book up. So make an A or a B in that. Mm-hmm. You know, there may be a Saturday, you, oh, we got to do this. Okay, you got to do it. Yeah. But that's not every Saturday. Yeah. And that's the thing you want to do with it. Yeah, that's a good note. Mm-hmm. Because for people like me, the type A people, yeah, it's like, you can't take my Saturday. <laughs> that's my Sabbath. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I will wanna... never give it up. Ever for anything. <laughs> uh, no, but that's true. So guys, to kind of wrap up this idea, make yeah. sure that you have intentional unplugging time. Yeah. That you make sure you can invest time in discovering what's a life-giving activity for you outside of something that just causes you to veg out. Mm-hmm. Something that really, once you finish, you want your battery to be recharged. You want yeah. yourself to be refreshed. Or if you're in a relationship with your spouse, your family, some good friends, I mean, investing in those is going to be a great way to do yeah, it. It's a good way to do it. Yeah. In fact, uh, a lot of the Jewish who practice Saturday Sabbath, it starts Friday night. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Jews who practice that, that's when they have a big meal, a mm-hmm. big family meal, a bunch of people. And it's really a way that they connect. 
Mm. Um, so that's a really neat thing you could bring into your life and what you do. Yeah, you can steal people's ideas. Oh yeah, go for it. You don't have to be like you don't have to make your own thing. Yeah, if somebody else is doing something that you're like, I'd love that. Yeah, do it. Do it. You know, try it out. Maybe if you do it for just a season, mm-hmm. but it works. That's okay. That's okay. So, unplug. Let's go ahead and jump into the questions of the day. We've got three that we have chosen. Uh, first off, somebody said, I'm trying to deal with some of the baggage in my life mm-hmm. and I don't know where to start. There's a ton of things online. I don't know what to pick. What do you guys recommend? Yeah, I would say if you're looking online, you're probably maybe in a state where you can't go to a professional. Maybe uh, financially it's very expensive for you. Um I would say, to me, one of the best online resources is Boundaries.me. Mm. Um, I think it's like 10 bucks a month. Um, but Henry Cloud does it. He wrote the book Boundaries. He has all kinds of stuff on there to deal with things. And it's a good way to get started. If you can't afford going to someone who's a professional, I would say start there mm-hmm. and see what they have. Um, you can even try it. They probably have a free trial, like a week or two. I don't know. Um but I would say start with that. That's a good online resource. It's better than, you know, if you just start hitting YouTube video after YouTube video, you don't know. Someone might be good. Someone may have a different mindset from you, uh, a different worldview. Right. And that might could clash with yours and you'll get advice that's not the best advice. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Henry Cloud is a well-known and trusted mm-hmm. uh, Christian psychologist. Yeah. He, I mean, is a doctor. He's got a doctorate, so obviously he's got the education. Yeah. But he also has a good worldview as well. That, yeah. that I could recommend his stuff as well. Um, I think really the other big thing would be a local church, That's a good. healthy local church. Yeah. Um, if it's like a garbage local church, like don't go to that one. Go yeah. to a different one. Yeah. But there's pastoral counseling out there. That's there are pastors point. who yeah. can give advice. There are staff members or Maybe they can point you to someone in the church who is a professional and does stuff volunteer or yeah. somebody to mentor. It's always good to have that personal touch as well. That's a good point. Yeah, don't isolate yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can hit it from both angles. Yeah. You can use the resource from Dr. Henry Cloud, who's a very specific person who yeah. makes good content, and you can get that one-on-one advice, encouragement, and even challenging to yeah. step outside of your boundaries. Yeah. Um, okay, question number two. Yeah. What do you dream your life will be like in 10 years? Hmm, 10 years. Actually, I just did an exercise on this where I said a 10-year thing. Well, that's cheating. Um, It is. (laughs) But uh, for me in 10 years, some of the things uh, within, actually within five years, I want to go to Israel and do a full Israel trip. And I want to walk the uh, Santiago Mm. de Compostela. Um, 10 years, uh, one of my things is for us to be working together. Yeah. Um, actually in five years, I want hopefully one, but then 10 years, both. Yeah. Like you and Emma, um, working. And if Katie's back in the States, her too, uh, I figured why not? Why not have that as a goal? And then, um, one of the things I'm towing, I don't know if I'd like it or not, but I wrote it down. I saw a brochure a while back about a world cruise Mm -hmm. and it just sounds really cool. I don't know if I want to be on a boat that long, 
but there's something about doing a worldwide cruise that just sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. I may hate it, um, so I may you know have to figure that one out. But I figure why not put it down? Yeah, no, those are all really cool. When it comes to like purpose stuff, mm-hmm. I'd say one of the big things in ten years, I really want to make content that helps people's lives thrive. Yeah. I really want to make stuff that connects people with God's wisdom, mm-hmm. connects people with timeless wisdom that a lot of times today gets neglected. Yeah. Um, so if I could create, that could be courses, that mm-hmm. could be writing books, yeah. that could be making, I thought a, a random thing I thought of the other day that would be cool is making like little fables or parables yeah. for parents to teach their kids that would be good wise principles yeah um at night you know yeah. just like story time but mm-hmm. a story time that's fun engaging and yeah. leaves the kid with, a, with something that's good to think about you know stuff like that i yeah. really want to make that content to make people's lives better because god also created me very creative mm-hmm. and to have things that even though i may not be able to meet that person and help them one-on-one yeah maybe the thing that I create can help them. It can, mm-hmm. it can have a wider impact. So yeah. that's a big one. Yeah. I'd love to be able to do that full time. Um, I'd love to be able to create enough stuff to where I have a good income, like just mm-hmm. a really solid, like, I mean, I'll, I'll say it, I'd like to have six figures, yeah. I, you know, to be making things that adds that much value to people yeah. would be really cool. Um, I'd like for Emily and I to be living in, a new house that we built. Yeah. She's got a lot of dreams for building a house. I'd like for that to be a reality for her. Yeah. I'd really like That's that. That's cool. Um, and then, you know, us to have kids, mm-hmm. you know, I want Emily and I to have probably by that point, two kids. You want a plethora of kids? Yeah. A plethora <laughs> of children. I'm going to pull a Jacob and just have 12 kids. That's right. 12. Kidding. Yeah. Maybe not. And uh, then treat one with favor and let the others hate them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good parenting advice. Okay, final one. Yeah. What's one of your favorite comfort foods? Okay, I'm going to go anti the world right now. I love bread. Yep. Fresh bread is just good. Mm -hmm. And no one can tell me that it will kill me. I love it. Yeah. And I make sourdough bread. In fact, I made a loaf the other day. It's wonderful. Um, I'm even nerding out to, I'm setting one of my goals for the year I'm working on. The prize, if I get it, is to buy a mill. I knew, I knew yeah. you were going to say, you've talked about that mill for I months. have. I've talked about it. Because one, it would bring a healthier side to the bread. Right. Because you're getting the whole grain, literally the whole grain. And um, so, yeah, I just, I like fresh bread. And yeah. and I know everybody right now is, oh, bread's terrible. It'll kill you. I, We've been eating bread since the beginning, practically, and I just, I don't know. Yeah, we got a good 4,000 years of bread. Yeah, yeah. I it, think we're going to be It hasn't right. really killed people, and everybody's like, you'll die if you eat bread. So, I, I like bread. What's That's yours? True. It's true. I'm going to go, I'm going to go baleadas. Um, mm. It's a Honduran dish. Emily makes it specifically, and this is the comfort food part of it. With her homemade tortillas. Yeah. Whenever she makes those things and they're fresh, they're hot. Yep. And you get to have that with the baleadas, you have 
chorizo, which is like a Hispanic sausage, mm-hmm. which is like a spice. It's got a lot of flavor. It's really good. And then black beans, yep. uh, egg, yep. avocado slices, queso fresco, which is like this crumbly cheese you put on top with a little bit of sour cream. Or if you're fancy, Honduran crema, you put mm. that on the side, you eat that. It is. I've converted all my friends. All Gosh. of them, all of them love I'm that. I'm getting meal. hungry just hearing that. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. And at the end, I, I say it every time I eat it. I'm like, Emily, this is soul food for me. <laughs> this nurtures it my is. soul. It's Honduran soul food. It really is. It's so good. But that is all the time we got for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, and we will see y'all in the next episode. Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our Instagram page at the Hey Dad Podcast. Join us next week. We'll have a chair waiting for you. Thank you.